That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I don't get it podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. Every Shit, time every I time. almost say, <laughs> almost say this, but I catch myself in that uh, every single time. It's interesting because on um, Almost Famous, I don't even do the intro. That's bizarre. I know Ben because always I- does it unless I'm. Um, Unless I'm solo. It's because you hear it coming from um, your other guy saying, and welcome to the Almost Oh, yeah. That's why. That's probably. Because it rolls off the tongue way better than I don't get it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So today we have a very special guest who's been on our agenda for like the past three months, but we finally found a great time. Yes. Sheena Marie Shea is here. Hi. Hey, do you go by Sheena Marie now? Um, I still, Shea is my legal name. Yeah. And Sheena Shea still sounds cool. Sheena Shea. Yes. I mean, I was like, you can't be born with the name Sheena Shea. No, I'm I'm married into it. And then when we got divorced, I kept the name. How much of a process is it to change your name legally? It is such a bitch, which is why I have <laughs> not changed, changed it back. back. So many people are like, why are you keeping Shay? Like, that's your ex-husband's name. And I'm like, because I don't feel like going to Social Security to get a new passport, to get a new driver's license, to change my car title, my insurance, oh my, God, my so freaking much. retirement accounts, like everything is under Shay. So until if I ever get remarried again, then obviously I would take his name. Yeah, because then it would get weird. Yeah, then it would be kind of like low-key disrespectful. Yeah. So, yeah. but until then, I'm, I'm keeping Sheena Shea. So Sheena Marie or Sheena Shea. Is Marie your either. actual like, last name? Middle name. Oh, that's your real name. So what's your yes. like given last My name? My maiden name maiden was name. Jankin. Jangden? Jankin. J-A-N-C-A-N. So that? Sheena Jankin. Is that, what ethnicity is that? It's or- Russian. It's like pronounced Yonkshin. But you say cool. Jankin, Jankin. I like it. But yeah, Sheena Jankin just. So you're Russian and what? Mexican. I love that yeah. look. That's a great I mixture. Know. Thank you. I, know. I was gonna say I thought she was like Persian, yeah, like Puerto totally. Rican. I get a type. lot. I get that. I get Italian. Yeah. yeah. I Sometimes always... people just say Armenian because the Kardashians. Well, Armenian is I think the nicest compliment we yeah. can get because I get that too, totally. and I'm like, well, thank you for thinking that yeah. because the symbols for that are exactly. the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Jared and not, Jared, you know, people are always asking when I'm going to take his name. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't want to go through that no. and that and that. I'm like, I will do it when we have kids so like, the kids can have like the joint name. But right now I have no rush to do it. But I get asked like every every third day. I didn't do it for a year. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah no, and then we got divorced a year later. And <laughs> no, I was so like, you were married I'm for two years. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. together, Gosh. six and a half, married for a little over two. But yeah, I didn't change my name for a whole year because I was just dreading it. And then I'm like, we were married a year. Yeah, so. Because it's not exciting to go back to your maiden name. No, so it's sticking. It's going to stay Sheena Shea. Okay. I love the way that I was like, 
it's like her real name. We went like into that until, uh, and, and I didn't even introduce her. This is Shuna Shea from <laughs> Vanderpump Rules, guys. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that by now. I know. I think, so <laughs> so. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. So I have, I have some questions about reality TV, of course. Yes. But then I also have questions... We, we like to do the I don't get it. Yeah. So did you come with I don't get it? Well, I today? just found this out five minutes oh, ago it. on the drive. So my mom sent me a couple. Oh, that perfect. Can probably relate Amazing. to me. Amazing. Okay. So let's start with the pop culture questions. Um, the number one question that I get being a, a reality TV alum mm-hmm. is, is it real? Now yeah. on The Bachelor, I can say like the love, the feelings are real. Right. Um, but the situation that you put the get put in is not real because like they basically manipulated yeah. you to be in those situations. Right. So like how Chase do you Rice it? and Victoria and Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and oh. actually it's been a complaint this season that the production has been too apparent. Yeah. Because like, there's we, no way I that's mean, gonna happen on. in real life. They yeah. obviously knew who her ex boyfriend was. They tell Chase like, hey, you know, every season we bring a country person on and we do a date yeah. thing. Like he has no idea, but he did know she was maybe doing the show. So he but probably out of had all a, those girls for her to be the one they No, he, because production probably picked her said, Oh, you yes. should probably take Victoria on a date, like, and yeah. talked him into it. Yeah. Obviously. And yeah. then this is coming off of the Bachelor in Paradise season where we had Demi and Christian, and that was obviously so produced as well. Uh-huh. So it's just people have been complaining about it because it used to be, like, kind of like the cast could watch the show and right. be like, oh, that was But gross. now people who know nothing about TV or production yeah. can see right through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, and I just want to go off on the Chase Rice thing one minute. <laughs> Literally, I don't know how. Wait, Victoria, Victoria, yeah. there's two Victorias, yeah. Right? There's a P and an okay. S. Victoria could look at Peter after seeing that specimen up there okay, playing so, music and hold, being tall. Hold I on. know the thing is, I don't think Chase Rice is that hot if you go look at pictures of him, but he does he have a, a stage presence and he does look really, he did look yeah. really good on the stage. A guy with a guitar a singing guitar, a song, a beard, literally. A hat. Singing the song to her. I know. Like those exchanges and of this, looks. I'm like, oh, I know oh I'm looks. here for this. This is so good. The smile, the little smirk oh, on his face. And she's like, don't and then, fucking look. And then Peter goes, oh, you know this song. Know. <laughs> she goes, I know this guy. Did anyone want to pick up on that? She goes, I know this guy. Oh, but really? She, she but Peter did? took it as, oh, oh I, I know of music. this guy. Oh, yeah. I didn't even catch yes. that. Oh, oh. My, oh, that's why she... Well, that's... Oh, Lauren, I wish I had caught that for my recaps this week. Yeah. Yeah. She... she I mean, yeah. That was I, a I don't great know how moment she did in that. television. Like, but, uh-huh. the fact that he was, like, dancing, like, really corny. Like, Peter could not have been less sexy <laughs> in that so moment. He was so excited. He had no idea. I know. He's like, this is the best date ever. I am crushing yeah. it. And it's yeah. like, little do you know. And then she's over there like, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's my oh ex-boyfriend. My he's like, crushing it. Oh, my God. Oh my God. He, <laughs> he, um, he, first off, he's never been less sexy. And yes. her body language was so obviously oh. off. I cannot believe Peter didn't pick up yeah, on it. Yeah, she was like, don't I know. look at me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. But I've dated so many musicians in the past. Like, literally every boyfriend I've ever had is a musician. And thinking about one of them serenading me oh, while I'm with my new, yeah. like, whatever boyfriend... And I cameras and die. a thousand people. <laughs> I would die. Okay, so Chase Rice, this is what I wanted to say. Yeah, you have a tea. I, gave a, I have a little tea. Yeah. He says that they were only a one-night thing. 
bullshit. No, I know, which no, absolutely no, is not no, true. No. He, he goes like, yeah, I met her like in Charlotte. We had a good night together. Bull fucking shit. He likes her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even when he was talking to Pete after, I was like, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it's great TV, but it was so uncomfortable to watch because it's like, Pete's like, yeah, oh my God, like such a big fan, man. Like, take my number. And then Chase is like, yeah, you're fucking my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like, he kept saying ex-girlfriend. She kept saying ex-boyfriend and the way he's looking at her made it seem like there were like an actual thing. Oh, and yeah. She said, I broke it off with him because he didn't have the same lifestyle yeah. that I wanted or something. I believe her 100%. I believe her a million percent. I can't yeah. believe he wouldn't try that. Uh-huh. Have you guys ever been on a date where you just had nothing in common? You just couldn't talk about anything? Like you couldn't get something rolling? I remember a date like that. It was just like everything was a yes or no question. Like I would, I would start something that like he had to have an opinion on. You know, like Lucky Charms or Captain Crunch. And he that wouldn't even spark a little excitement. So a lot of people don't know this, but OkCupid has really changed the dating game by eliminating as many of these kinds of dates as possible because they ask a ton of questions about you and about the person that you're looking for on the app. And the more questions that you answer, the better that they are at finding a match that you have something good in common with. Um, Some of my favorite questions from OkCupid are, are you a morning person? I, I know I'm married, but like if you said yes to that, I probably just wouldn't want to be with you. Um, Do you make New Year's resolutions? Are you a cord cutter? Do you share your streaming platform passwords with other people? I do with our family, not outside of our family. I think that's the kind of answer I would be looking for. Also, this is one of the things that helps OkCupid work. It is the most mentioned dating app in the New York Times wedding section. That is very impressive. OkCupid is the only app in the world that can match you on a range of issues, ranging from how important is a good margarita to how do you feel about climate change. So stop the mindless time on dating apps and go to an app where you choose what matters. OkCupid is free, so I don't even have to give you one of those super long URLs with a code. Download OkCupid today and go on a great date this week. I know Naz has some OkCupid dates lined up and I can't wait to hear all about them. I feel like there must be a machine that just curates country music stars' names, like Chase Rice, Chris Lane, um, Tim McGraw, Chris yeah, Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Right. So I was just at a festival recently, and I thought that it was like more of like an EDM festival. And then I saw the lineup, and I was like, "Oh, there's country people here." And they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, it's "Yeah, Chris the Staples. Staples, whatever." And it was <laughs> Vince Staples, but then there's Chris Stapleton. <laughs> totally very, different. Very different. Vince, exactly. Yeah. So Staples. And then there's Vince Gill, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. like. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam and yeah. all these weird ass country names. But definitely staple you'd hear staples, staples. and like just adding the staple ton. Yeah. You're very, like very, country star. very Nashville. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing, different music. All right. Well, <laughs> moving on from The Bachelor, because you know, we have talked about this uh on other podcasts this week. Yeah. You, oh, uh, you both at have? least yeah. I have. And I probably should I was too. just talking about it. <laughs> cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But back to the question. Yes. Like, how much percentage of your show is real? 
I mean, here's the thing. This year is different than any others because we're introducing a lot of new cast members this year, which we've usually only brought in like one new girl here and there on different seasons. This year, they're throwing like seven new people in the mix. So it feels very different because I'm kind of the only glue that is between the two groups because I'm still at Sir and no one else is, but I'm still friends with them. So it's like integrating the new people. felt like we were filming two different shows this year. So for people who don't watch the show, Sir is the restaurant that, you know, Lisa Vanderpump and her husband own. Yes. They also own Pump. And Villa Blanca and Tom Tom. Where's Villa Blanca? That one's in Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. Yeah. And was that the original? That was the first one. Oh, no way. Uh-huh. So that's where I started at in 2009. Whoa, that's so yeah. long ago. God, I've been working there so that's long. so crazy. Is yeah. Tom Tom a Vanderpump owned or do the guys own Tom Tom? Uh, the guys own 5% of it. 5%. <laughs> okay. So they don't own it. If I, it actually, I see the line outside. Yeah. Like every night I'm going down San, um, Santa, Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Uh-huh. And uh, the 5% is probably doing them real well. Yeah, they <laughs> just expanded it too. They bought the space next door and I think it just opened up uh, this week. Oh, wow. That's yeah, amazing. So they're they're doing well. Okay, so you're the glue this season because yeah. you're still at Sir. Yeah. Now, do any of you guys actually like serve or do what they I mean, say you do on the show? What do you think? Yeah, okay. Like, here's the thing. So in the summer, we're obviously there a lot more than other seasons because we travel a lot, not because we don't work there. Um, But you'll see us more there kind of like as like a guest star where it's like, you know, like on a Tuesday night, we'll throw a party in Sandoval or Jax will get behind the bar, Ariana. I just did a huge fundraiser for the wildfires in Australia and we raised like $2,000 that night. Amazing. Hundreds of people were there. Like it was great. I sold um, the rest of, I had a one-off fitness line that I did just to kind of feel it out and I see saw. how it did. And um, we sold the rest of that, donated all of the money. But it's like people go in there, they just want to see us. They don't care if I'm taking their order mm-hmm. or selling them a hoodie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it just being there. So I still try in, I don't want to say the off season, but like when, you know, it's not summer and I'm not working there as much. I try to at least go in like every other week. Sometimes if I'm in the mood and I have a couple shots, I get a mic and I get on the bar and I sing good as gold. So you're more likely to see me there on the bar than behind or in front of it. That's really cool. Yeah. That you guys still show up and do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love it because it's like, if we don't have fans, we don't have a show Mm -hmm. and not everyone, a lot of the main cast, I don't think feel the same way about especially sir because they they never go they're like i don't want to be bombarded if i go there yeah but it's like i mean i mean yeah like i don't mind being the center of attention yeah but also i love to be able to interact with the people who are the reason why i get to do what i do exactly and so i go in as much as i can tom tom my friends who work there really good friends with the manager who i used to date who's new on the show this year so, is that tough that you sedate him and I have to watch him on TV or like or worry about people on set liking him? him? Um, well, people do not like him. Oh, so then that's more fun. Right I think now. I know which guy you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, people don't like either of the new guys. I don't like one of them. Max, I do love. He's one of my closest friends. Okay. Um, him and my boyfriend are friends. So it's like, it's not awkward because so much time had passed okay. that, I mean, we dated November 2018. Like, okay. and it's like, then we started filming May, 2019. Yeah. So it was like a solid half a year, but it was a little awkward 
at first because he's dating the new girl on the show and everyone's like, oh, so like, are you just dating this hostess because we're filming the show now? Because like they hooked up the night before the first day of filming. Oh, because that would just get him. Okay. So, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah, but. Um, <laughs> that was dumb. It's so, very obvious. Uh, it was like, I mean, a little awkward at first, obviously, because like I didn't know this girl. And then from the start, she's on the show filming, getting her comedy shows filmed and like everyone's going and supporting. And for me, it's like coming off on the show right now that I'm jealous because she's dating Max. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with Max. I don't care. I don't want that relationship. No one will believe you. No no matter how many times you say it. But I'm like, the reason that I had an issue with her and it wasn't even her fault. And you'll see in a few episodes, I don't know how the conversation is going to go on the show, but we came to common ground and like, kissed and made up what you'll see with the new girl night i mean you will see an apology eventually and uh, yeah whatever but um it was frustrating for me who someone who's been on the show for eight years literally started the show like scene one episode one and i headlined a show in las vegas for half a year you never saw a snippet of that or even me talk about it. My podcast I've been doing for a couple years. Like, there are all of these things that it's like you see Boy Crazy Sheena and Sir mm-hmm. Sheena. And maybe the dress that Sir changes and the boy's name changes, but that's all you've seen for three yeah. years. And it's frustrating. So then coming into this season, all these new people, and then it's like, we're filming Dana's comedy show and we're going to Dana's comedy show. Oh, and I'm like, oh, that was my issue like with her. And I'm me like, doing my, my fitness exactly. line or something. And yeah. I'm like, it's not even her fault. And once I was able to explain that to her, she understood it wasn't a jealousy thing, but you'll see all of this play out in whatever way but I'm like you know that was my issue is like I've been doing this for so long and you don't see like 90% of my life I feel like we love our next sponsor very much because they are helping people feel better every day and that's not just we're not talking your heart We're not talking your lungs. We're talking about your mind here. And your mental health is just as important as the health of the rest of your body. If there is something that is interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp is an online counseling service and they're there for you. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe, private, online environment. And it's so convenient. You don't have to worry. You don't have to get anxious. You don't have to get nervous about getting in the car and going to the appointment. The appointment comes to your home, and it's really, really nice. You can also schedule secure video or phone sessions, but you can also chat and text with your therapist as well. Licensed professionals uh, are there to help you with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, anything that's plaguing your mind. Um, and anything that you share with them is absolutely confidential. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. Best of all, it's truly an affordable option. I Don't Get It listeners are going to get 10% off their first month with discount code GETIT. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash GETIT. All you got to do is simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and then you'll get matched with a counselor that you're going to love. That's betterhelp.com slash GETIT. How do you feel about the fact that you're portrayed as the crazy, the, the boy crazy girl? Because Lauren in our circle of friends has always been like the boy crazy girl. She's always had That's a boyfriend. That's my identity. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, 
So at first, because it was Max, the guy I dated who called me that, I was like extremely offended. I was, um, I froze my eggs twice last year. Yeah, we're and, gonna talk about that later. Yeah, just being off birth control, injecting myself with hormones. Like I was just, I was low key a mess. Yeah, last summer, and you're gonna see a lot of that this year. <laughs> but the fact that he said it, it really upset me. And then that weekend, I ended up going to Vegas. I was hanging out at the Chippendale, went to the Magic Mike show, and then I was hooking up with my DJ. And then I realized. I was like, he's got a point. (laughs) He's got a point. I had an epiphany, which you didn't see. But I was like, you know what? Like, I forgive you because you're not wrong. It just like, no girl wants to be called crazy because it was real. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, well, you know, yeah, you're not wrong. So whatever. It is what it is. I'm in a very happy, amazing relationship now. But I think for a couple years, my priorities weren't career and me it was dating and not because I was looking for someone it was the exact opposite I was enjoying my last few years of being single because I'm like I know at my age I'm almost 35 the next guy I date hopefully is my forever and then single Sheena is dead forever so I was just living my best life you look like you're 25 I was gonna say like it's I I know you're 34 but when you literally just said I'm about to be 35. That I was like, so I fucking can't nuts. believe it. Botox, baby. I know. <laughs> How? Look at my moving forehead right now. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. How long ago did you start Botox? Almost 10 years. Okay. See, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was 26 when mm-hmm. I started. Yeah. So yeah. You guys I was, yeah, 25, 26. So you guys mm-hmm. were 25, 26 forever. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, congratulations. Can, well, are you Thanks. open about anything else that you do at the med spa? Um, I've just done a little filler. Okay. But that's, Cheekbones? Um, I, so right here in the apples of my cheeks, okay. I had lost a lot of weight in my face when mm-hmm. I, I was really thin, but very healthy. I just decided to finally get in shape and eat right. But I lost too much weight, and then I struggled to put it back on. Mm-hmm. So I started putting filler in my face because the apples in my cheeks, Got, like, I had these depressed. little dimples. Yeah. Oh, I had the dimples. I had it like my chin was just so like pointy. My face like low key looked like an alien. Oh. So I did some filler in my jawline and a little bit in my cheeks. Okay. But then I just put the weight back on when I lived in Vegas because there are so many amazing restaurants. Yeah. And so now I don't need it. I just did a little bit in my lips recently. Mm-hmm. I do that once a year. Yeah. So yeah, just but, like little touches. Yeah. But that's really it. Just a little maintenance. Do you feel like you you have to be on point when you're walking like around Santa Monica here because everyone knows you? I look like a mess 85% of the time. Okay. But today, since you had like a busy day, like you're put together. And this is my like shitty put together. Okay. I love your shitty put together. This is your, I'm not going to be in front of the camera, but I'm going to a lot of different places. And the first one was on camera, but I'm like, I, it's 9am. I was like, I'm not putting lashes on and doing all of that when I have to go to the gym first. Yes. Then be on camera. Then do mine. I was just like, you know, I'm going to go for a more natural look today. I like it. But this is my shitty put together but normally there's no makeup at all my hair's a mess it's in a hat and i'm like in unmatching sweats and that makes me feel so much better my parents get annoyed when i go out without makeup and hair my mom does too really like sheena i'm like i don't care and i like for people to see me like this because they know i'm real and i don't care definitely it makes me feel better as a viewer seeing someone in their natural habitat like we saw one we saw misha barton at the apple store that's right she was certainly in her own element (laughs) (laughs) element. nobody would have recognized her except for you no way the only reason i know is because she goes hi i'm misha yeah she said (laughs) to the apple genius genius. okay well let me just say that like this is your in-between beauty you look so pretty you have angelina jolie mouth oh well thank you it's because they're fresh they're only (laughs) yeah everybody loves their fresh lips not the day one or two but day 
five, six, yeah, seven. Definitely. <laughs> and you um you look just as good like this as you do full blown makeup. Oh, like you're the you. kind of girl that can wear, you know, a big smoky eye. Yeah. But you look so good like this. Thanks. Too. When you started working out, like when you got like your shit together, mm-hmm. was there like an epiphany moment that like sparked it or just kinda like when I got married, I did a two-piece crop top wedding dress, and I was in no shape to be wearing something <laughs> like that on national television, magazine covers, and all this shit, but I just didn't really care at the time, which mm-hmm. I think also said something about the marriage. Okay. But um, in like all of my photos, I had to have them like Photoshop like my side rolls, and I was just like... Instead of photoshopping me, how about I just photoshop myself in life and get in shape? And they don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Yeah. So I got with the trainer. I was on a treadmill seven days a week for the first three months. Once I started seeing results, I was eating right. I would do three days no carbs, one day healthy carbs. And I did that for a few months. And once I was seeing results, I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. You're never going but back. But then it just it got to the point where I was under 110 and I'm about 5'5". Five five, and I just I couldn't put it back on. Like No matter what I was eating, my body was just like 107 to 109 on a fat day. And I'm like, now this is too small. I've lost my ass. I just like, my face was so sunken in, but I couldn't put the weight back on until I moved to Vegas and I'm actually dancing in a show every night, working out every day. And I put on 10 pounds and now I can't get rid of it. So... Well, perfect. Yeah. You probably got like a lot of good like booty muscle too with the dancing. Definitely. So that's where you got back what you lost. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to talk about your show in Vegas. It was Sex Tips for the Straight Woman from a Gay Man. Yeah. And that's a show that I've heard of for a long time. Yeah. But I don't know the the synopsis. So what's the synopsis? And is it just I think sex tips? The title. Yeah. Is so- it just sex tips? Because then I need you to relay some of the ones that you learned from the show right here for our audience. So um, it was. Uh, there were three of us in the show. It was me playing a like college, like nerdy, very conservative professor okay. who kind of, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Acting, I'm yeah. a great actress. And but by the end of it, I'm like stripping my clothes off to pour some sugar on me, doing these like crazy lifts and splits and dances and whatnot. So throughout the whole show, Chester, he, um, I'm like moderating a seminar, and he wrote the book "Sex Tips for Straight Women" okay, so uh, a book. from a gay man. So, yeah, so the book, they turned into a play. And so the guy who's playing the author, he just comes on and he's just this, like, extravagant gay guy. He's like, this and that and blowjobs and handjobs. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, he said sex. And then by, like, the second and third act... I come out and I'm like now in like a short dress and I have a little kitten heel on. And by the end of the show, I like learn all of the tips and then it's like a sexy dance number. That is so cute. I love it. It was so much fun. It was interactive. We had audience participation for two parts of the show every single night. We got to do improv. Like it was a dream job. And it's just so sad that like no one got to see it unless you actually came to the show. Yeah. So good. Um, do you get like nervous before you go on stage though? The first time, because especially like I had like, there were a ton of like bachelor people there. I had like all <laughs> of like my friends and family. It was just like that night, sold out show. I was freaking I'm fucking out. sure. But once I got in the groove of it and people were laughing, I'm like, I know all of my lines. Yeah. Like, okay. I got you know the lines and there's nothing yeah. to be nervous about really. And there were, I think there was only... One, maybe two, but one time that I can remember, and it was the night we were filming the show to send to the director in New York to see if he had any things that he wanted to tweak. Mm -hmm. The only night I forget a line because I tried to improv with someone in the audience, and then I'm just standing there, I'm like, and then... 
Oh my and God. I'm like, I have no fucking oh clue what my God. next line is. And What'd I've done do? this show for like two months now. And so then the other guy who's like the hot guy who's my love interest, he then said his line and I was like, oh yeah, that's the part we're at. Okay, I got it. I got it. Did you but really say that's the part we're at? No, I was just so like, I would have said so that. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God. I was like, sorry, you're so hot. I just got flustered. Like I forgot what I was saying. Oh and God, I just like stayed in character. So but in that, And I was like, of course, it's the night we're filming it for the director. He didn't even notice it because I covered it up so well. Oh, good. That like no one knew except me, but for the rest of the show, I kept replaying that one part of my head, just freaking out. There was another time when my nail, one of my nails just like broke and I saw it slide across the stage and it was the first act and I have to hold a book in the entire show. So I'm like uh, holding one finger down and for the rest of all I could think about. And on one of the, like when the little break, we had like a minute, um, like intermission and I was like looking for my nail in the stage, like Sheena, it's just a nail, leave it alone. But it was like, it was all I could think You're about the, only the whole one that show. Notices when yeah. you're Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so did you have, did you learn any sex tips from the gay guy? So, uh, yeah, actually, um, there were a few things that have come into handy that I learned definitely work. There was one that I'm still, I, I don't get how. Oh, amazing. You got one. Here's how I don't get it. There's this part where everyone takes their program and like rolls it up yeah. and you go up, twist, over, down. And that's supposedly how you're supposed to give a hand job. And I twist. don't get over. how that's the right way to give a hand job, especially if the guy's uncircumcised. Sounds like it would hurt. But that was one of the things that they taught us. And so it was like a funny joke whenever someone's like, oh, give us a sex tip. I'm up like, twist, up, up, twist, over, down. Yeah. And they're like, what is that? I'm like, wouldn't you like to know? Come to the show and see. Oh. But, um, the one that uh, also, uh, there was one where it was um, sucking on fingers. That guy's yeah, really guys like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. Tried that out. I mean, definitely obviously, worked. it's like mm-hmm. if they're inside of you and they're in their mouth, yeah. it makes so much sense. Well, it's just like also if you're not having sex and you're doing it mm-hmm. to them, like as a foreplay thing, then yeah. they're yeah. thinking about how that would exactly. feel down there. And the last Easy one, enough. tickle the taint. Really? Mm-hmm. The, the, the booty hole? Yeah. No, in between. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The in between yeah. area. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Guys I learned crazy. that um, in Cosmo. Cosmo when I was like 16. Yeah. And I tried it and they enjoyed it. Oh, I don't yeah. think they've ever had it happen to them, though. Yeah. Really? The taint area. Yes. That was how I learned to give a blowjob. Cosmo. Yeah. 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 I feel like everybody <laughs> learned their stuff from Cosmo. Yep. Yeah. It's like a little bit different now. The magazine's not exactly, it's a little bit more yeah. clean. Really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't read it in a long time. It definitely is. I've grown up seeing my dad come home in scrubs. You know, when I think about my dad, I th- I honestly think about scrubs. I think about him coming home in scrubs. And I think about the times that I went on like take your daughter to work day and I would have to wear scrubs. And I was like, I have never felt less sexy in my entire life. My butt looks flat I feel a lot of uncomfortable fabric against my skin. It's just not a cute look. So there's a company out there that is doing doing a lot of good work by dressing medical professionals, which honestly, they deserve the best. They help us in so many ways. They help us live. And they have to wear the crappiest of clothes. So Figs is doing something to do away with that. Figs is making scrubs stylish. For 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 years, nurses, doctors, dentists, they were all forced to wear that ill-fitting, scratchy grossness. And they're not cute or comfortable, and they weren't designed with innovative technical properties to protect and hold life-saving tools. 
These fig scrubs are infused with antimicrobial properties to control odors. They're ridiculously soft. They're moisture wicking and they feature a four-way stretch. Man, that is something that you do not come across when you just pick from the scrubs pile at the hospital. Figs also gives back. So every time that you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative. So whether you are one of those awesome humans that work in healthcare or you know someone that you want to say thanks to, Figs is going to make that very easy by providing you 15% off your first purchase by using our code, which is get it, G-E-T-I-T. Get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com. That is W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter our code get it at checkout. I'm going to go get my dad some of those right now. Um, okay. So I will, there's a couple things I want to revisit. So the show has Vanderpump. Is it casted? Like, were you guys like, yeah, she smiles. No, no. I no, mean, like, were you season, real like waiters? <laughs> this season, there are new people. Yeah. How they came to work at sir is a mystery. Um, but when we started the show, no, we were not cast. The show was literally created around us and me specifically. Really? So you really were like serving? Yeah, I worked at Villa Blanca. Okay. Stassi, Kristen, and Katie all worked at Sir. You guys got so lucky. Like, yeah. are you mind blown by how lucky you got? It's oh just my God, like us totally. being casted on The Bachelor, though. Yeah. Cast. People get annoyed because I say casted. Yeah. It's cast. When we got yeah. cast on The Bachelor out of like 10,000 applications. Yeah. And then you happen to be working at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's just going to be waitressing and, you yeah. know. Yeah. So myself, Tom Sandoval, and Ariana, we all worked at Villa Blanca. Tom's girlfriend at the time, Kristen, and then the other two girls worked at Sir. And then Jack started working at Sir right before the show started. So we all really did work there. There was a little bit of a scandal with me at the time with a married guy who I dated, who I didn't know was married. Can his, I say his name? Eddie Cibrian. Yeah. <laughs> his ex-wife, Brandy Glanville, was on season two of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Got it. I know who you're talking Obviously, about. Obviously, they knew this was yeah. in national news, in every magazine. It was all over. Yeah. There's no way no one knew that I was yeah. that girl. So I'm working at Sir. They're filming Housewives. And I have a tray of goat cheese balls. And shout out, they're very good. <laughs> That's what so, you guys are most known for. Yes. So I have a tray of goat cheese balls and I'm walking around tray passing and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I like grabbed my friend Tina who was on the first season of the show with us. And I was like, wait, I was like, remember that married guy? I was like, that's his ex-wife. And she was like, oh my God. She's like, girl, this is good TV. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I, but not, we're not, there's no Vanderpump rules. Like that doesn't exist yeah. right now. So you were it, about to go walk into a scene mm-hmm. of Housewives. So then Lisa comes over and she's like, what do you do? And I'm like, no, she's like, go past those. I was like, okay, okay. So I'm walking around, I'm like trying to hide the tray, <laughs> like trying to hide my face. And I just see her Oh, is that Shiana Marie? That girl? Because, like, I haven't really been on TV. You don't know how to say my name yet. Yeah. It was just in print, and the way my name spelled looks like Shiana yeah. or Shauna or whatever. And so then she, like, says something to me. She's like, that's the girl that was fucking my husband. Ah. And then Lisa, like, comes over. And she's like, what's going on? And I was like, ah, this is happening. And then Stassi's like, you homewrecking whore. And then Lisa sends me home, and then I'm in tears. And then and Stassi called Wait, you what a homewrecking did Stassi whore? care yeah. at the time? Exactly. So that's what sparked our drama because she didn't like me because I was the type of girl who sleeps with married men and probably would try and sleep with her boyfriend. I'm like, uh, that's your own insecurity that, that your boyfriend own, wants to yeah. sleep with me. Like, sorry, like, that's not something I do. I'm not like, you 
wearing a ring? I want you. Like, yeah. Yeah. no, it was a guy who never wore a ring. Yeah. It was 2006. There's no social media. He is not by any means an A, B, or C-list actor. Correct. Yeah. The, so, the reason he's famous, I feel like, is because of because his wives. Of yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, like, fast forward a few months, we get a pilot shot. Stassi hates me because I'm the home wrecking whore. But the whole show started with Brandy walking into Sir and me sitting down with her and apologizing. And then it's like coming off an episode of Housewives, the most seamless transition in reality TV history, I believe, I was a part of. And then after that conversation, I go into work and then it's at Sir. And then people are like 15, 20 minutes in, like, wait, where'd, where'd the housewives go? Like, hold on. And then it's like, you're already sucked oh, you're into already this in new it. show you're watching. And yeah, that's how it all started. Wow, that's incredible. So that all was the most natural and real way that the show started. None of us were cast to do it, but like, did they know that like I had this scandal and I had this and Saucy and like, obviously it just, but... Mm-hmm. It just worked. And you guys were like LA-based servers. So yeah. obviously you were all probably trying to get into the industry somehow. Exactly. Right? And that's why too, where I'm like, as an actress, I put myself on tape, audition for sex tips, sent it in, producers then cast me for the role. And it's like, that makes perfect sense with the mm-hmm. theme of our show because it was people working in the service industry trying to make it in the entertainment industry. Yeah, so people yeah, are- when I make it, you don't want to show it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so yeah. true. And it's also Ooh. not like on The Bachelor oh, where yeah. um, you go on for love, but really you're going on for something else. Right, like you were social working, media career. Literally, yeah, you were literally working <laughs> in a restaurant to become an actress. Yeah. So it makes total sense. Exactly. It's interesting that you guys seem to have similar beef with Bravo as we do with Warner. Yeah. They just seem to like really not want to like shh showcase you in any other way like for us they just want you to be like, you are a contestant here to find love and then you're going to get married and and lived in the midwest uh-huh. and nobody needs to hear from you again yeah because and it was you're going to be the waitress and you're going to work as a waitress and yeah. that is it yeah yeah and we don't want you to think I still am yeah. <laughs> you still are still there. amazing that is but, so amazing yeah one of your acting jobs that i don't know if many people know about oh, which yes. i'm so stoked which one you were the pizza girl yes. on <laughs> I know. Oh my God. That was probably the most fun thing I've ever filmed. I was so jealous of you. Yeah. I actually talked about you for so I think I pretty months. much did. I was like, do you guys think that Joe hooked up with the pizza girl? Who's dating her now? <laughs> she asked she? me. I'm pretty sure. She was sure. down for a good month. Oh my God. It was so funny. You're definitely exaggerating, <laughs> but you know why? But I, I definitely was threatened by you while watching Jonas. That's so funny. My little sister was in like junior high at the time. And so the fact that like her big sister was on the Jonas show, like That's she big. was the coolest kid in school. It's the catchiest song. Yeah. And it's the cutest little music video. <laughs> If you guys um, haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Jonas Pizza Girl. Sing it, Ashley. Oh, Lauren, please don't do that. I fell in love with the pizza girl. <laughs> now so I, I eat pizza, pizza every day. day. <laughs> That's so, so cool. So you got to tell us a little behind the scenes with, with that. So they were so young and still like purity ring era back then. Yeah. This was like, I think 2008 or nine, I filmed that. Yeah, I think it was and like nine. I think Nick was, I was like 23 at the time. They were all younger than me. Yeah. Nick was 16. And there is a part where he pulls me into like this room where it's like, 
I don't, it was like a fantasy scene or whatever. And he like wants to like play the song for me. And so when he pulled me, he had to like hold my hand and he was like so nervous to like hold my hand because I was like this older woman and he's this teenage virgin. And I was just like, dude, it's okay. It's acting like just pull my hand. And it was like, that was the one thing I like really remember from being on set was just how shy he was, but they were all so sweet. And like, I've ran into them like over the last 10 years, just at events and stuff. And I'm like, Remember me? I'm the pizza girl. Do they remember? Oh, they remember. oh yeah. Okay, they good. Okay, amazing. And then when they got back together recently, there yeah. was like so much talk about like, you, are you guys going to bring the pizza girl on stage? Is pizza girl coming on tour with you? Did like, people know that thing. pizza girl is, is she enough? A, a lot of people still are like just finding it out. Now that like Disney Plus is a thing. Oh, yeah. There's so many people are is like. Is Jonas on Disney Plus? Yeah. Oh, shit. We're, yeah. We know what we're doing later. Oh, my god. It goodness. is. I texted my, my best friend who happens to be, you know, hardcore Jonas fan and also a Hardcore Vanderpump fan, yeah, and um, she was like, "Holy fucking shit!" <laughs> Did she just find out today? Yeah, I just sent her oh, the video. Okay. That's super funny, yeah, so awesome. That's like pre-lip Botox and veneer Sheena. <laughs> <laughs> Your veneers are so natural looking. Oh and this wasn't goodness. by choice. I had an accident, fell flat on my face, knocked out a tooth, got an infection, had seven surgeries, Holy thirty-three thousand dollars later, and oh, your teeth look perfect. Thank you, Doctor Ripken. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin in Beverly Hills is amazing. Do I have to spend $33,000? Um, no, that was because I had several surgeries of bone grafts and gum grafts and all that. I want new teeth so but bad. But the veneers itself, I think they're like two or three K a tooth, which oh, is kind of So you just seem ridiculous? So kind of, right? I just have four. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But when I watched that video recently, I was like, Oh my god, my real teeth! Aww. Like it's been so long. <laughs> so you didn't hook up with Joe? No, <laughs> he like, had that ring on, and I actually had a boyfriend for like three months mm-hmm. at that time. Like I was single from <clears throat> like nineteen to twenty five, twenty six. Okay, but there was three months that I had a boyfriend, and it was during the Jonas. Of course, filming. it was. Yeah, he probably so. had a girlfriend too. He was probably. like a serial monogamous. But I definitely would have pursued that. Yeah, it would have been Joe, yes, right? I mean, for sure, a little bit more age appropriate. He yeah. was probably. 21 already yeah yeah i think he was he was at least about 20 he was legal yeah, i know that he was legal definitely yes what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. 
And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, um, so you were also on Greek. Yeah. Were you with Jesse McCartney at all? Wait, how did you relate that to Greek? Because Greek, the show. Jesse McCartney? Yeah, he was on Greek. Oh, that's not how I met him, but... Oh, wow. So (laughs) tell us about Jesse McCartney. We used to be neighbors. Oh, really? Yeah, and we had like a bunch of mutual friends, but I do not remember anything being associated with the show Greek. I think he was on the first season. Oh, really? Fun fact, we were extras together. No way. That's so Yeah, so everyone thinks that I know him from The Bachelor. I'm like, oh, no, no, we go back to like 07. Like we knew each other when we were doing extra work on like Greek and Entourage and all these shows. So did you ever get with Jesse McCartney? Um, yeah, we had some fun. Yeah. Oh my God, I love him. I think he's like so underratedly sexy. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're married now. Well, they're yeah, married. engaged, something like that. But he definitely, uh, his face, you're like, God, he's so eh. cute. But, no, yeah. but, but then, then he like, talks and his yeah. crow's feet, he and the crow's feet make yeah. it all happen. And that was funny too when I was hanging out with him because again, my little sister was like oh, a Jesse McCartney s- fan. <laughs> I was like, We were in between all I know, of I guess like, you're like going to be 35, so like you just missed the yeah. Jesse McCartney era uh-huh. maybe. That's funny. Yeah. We were going to all these concerts <laughs> and like getting like halfway. Like you got there and uh-huh. we got like we were in the halfway. same hotel room. We really tried. <laughs> yeah, never got to the actual bedroom. Oh, I used to stalk One Direction with my sister. Like okay. she knew Who what hotel guy? we were staying at. Uh, Harry. She, yeah, she used to. <laughs> she no had like a Nile phase, but like Harry's always been like yeah. her true love. So you've been, um, you've been dating a guy for the past four months. Yeah. he's really cute. I know his <laughs> name. Yeah, he's like really cute. Yeah. what's his name? Brock. Yeah. Yeah, Brock. He's from Australia, and he looks kind of like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, everyone Lord, says he's you like. You need to look at this I guy. I don't know who Brock is, but even before we had this conversation. Wait. Oh, really? What? <laughs> I don't How? think so. Do tell. Let me see. Lauren, he has like long, luxurious He's like Jason romance. Momoa and Chris yeah, Hemsworth yeah. had a baby. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, so he is actually friends with Jack, which is super weird. What? You know this guy? Yeah, he was. He like went to. Um, Fucking the the producers who house he used to live at, they're like all friends. Really? Together. Him and then some other like motorcycle Instagram guy or uh, something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very crazy. Yeah, very cute, but no, Brock and this girl at my school just fucking puts him on her and sister all the time. I'm sure you're totally used to like Man by Monday and all that shit. Oh, I never saw that. Do you Man get Monday, jealous and like annoyed at that, no. or do you like it? Um, I mean, he's mine, and <laughs> yeah, I'm his, so I don't care. Yeah. Girls can drool over him all day long. He's coming home to me. I just like it when people tell Jared that he's hot, because yeah. I'm like, well, I hate the- it. I, I hate it she so She can't much. deal, but I love it, because it's like, oh, so you're saying that like I snag somebody that you wanted? Yeah. I feel very accomplished. The best was when we were all at BravoCon in November, and I have the same makeup artist as a lot of the Jersey Housewives, mm-hmm. so we're all getting ready together. And Brock has never seen reality TV until dating me. Yeah. And we were watching The Real Housewives of New Jersey, the season premiere, and he was just like, oh my God, is this what your show's like? I'm like, I mean, uh, kind of, but like, yeah, there's the drama and this and that. And he's like, wait, this is so good. And so then we're at BravoCon and he comes with me and he's like the best boyfriend ever. He went and got like coffee for everyone and was just like waiting for me to be done with Glam so we could go to the event. And he's sitting in the room. He's like, babe, that's my Teresa over there. I'm like, oh, your Teresa? Like, and then it was like, and then Dolores was right there. My and Teresa. then Margaret. My and then, then Jennifer. And he was just like, oh my God. And it was so funny because the second he left the room to go get coffee for all of us, and he ironed my jumpsuit for me too. Like he's Aww. literally the sweetest guy. 
But so the second he left, all the girls are like, all the women were like, oh my God. You're like, dating Tarzan. Yeah. I was like, you have no idea how wet the panties in this room are. Like, <laughs> these are women who haven't been laid in a while. And they were just like <laughs> drooling over him. But I loved it. That's he awesome. seems so yeah. sweet. And I've now had three married women tell me that he's the most attractive man they've ever seen. Wow. wow. And their husbands know that too. And they're like, what? excuse me? <laughs> that is, is so nice. Six foot. Okay. I think he looks like he's taller yeah. because he's so buff. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like 250. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot. He's more than two of me. I got to go back a little bit. Um, if it weren't for your boyfriend, well, no, how do I word this? Hmm. Something Careful. about, it was, it was about Harry Styles. Um, Would oh, I have I one there? Know. Something about Harry Styles and... I don't remember. If you weren't with your boyfriend, I guess if you weren't would with you your boyfriend, up with, I think there was the? more stakes involved. If oh. I okay, I can no. Would I can you top would you that. hall pass it? Like who would be your hall pass? And I, Jared and I don't believe in hall passes, which is why I don't even like the question anymore. Yeah, because it's he does. Jared doesn't do hall passes because he's like they're too realistic. For right, us. that's the thing. that like if you, I'm afraid that you will literally meet him at the grocery store and yeah. then like you can go ahead and and do it. Do you watch This Is Us? Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say. You're Lord. my hall pass. He's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so literally on the yeah. last Tuesday episode of This Is Us, yeah, basically Kevin, yeah, he is out at a coffee shop and he meets this girl and it's like a cosmic connection, yeah, and then he just feels like he wants to spend the whole day with her. She's from like Ohio, gets a private John Legend concert at the Hollywood Bowl for yeah. her, and then she seems like uncomfortable as he's about to kiss her or she's married, but that he's uh-huh. the hall pass, yeah, yeah. he's the hall so pass. Did they do it? No. no. Oh, no. Okay. She left. She okay. said she couldn't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's a good woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, we don't believe in those either because yeah. they are too realistic. Yeah. But um, mine would actually probably be Miley Cyrus. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. there's not a guy I can think of who I would even find slightly more attractive I than my boyfriend. I literally feel the exact same way. Yeah. It's like Margot Robbie or I don't yeah. give and a see, fuck. Yeah, and he loves Margot Robbie. Yeah. I'm like, every guy loves Margot Robbie. I mean, I yeah, yeah. she could be my whole pass too. Like, I'd do that. Yeah. But I, I would say I would say Miley if I had to okay. pick one. Mm-hmm. Have you met her? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, we've hung out a few times. Oh well, well then she must be very realistic. I was realistic. just talking about her on the podcast I just did, and we're <laughs> like, oh my god, if we could, like, we would. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I guess you guys are right. Like when I like look at when I'm like watching a, dick a movie isn't or something, that, like I need that dick, you know. But like Margot no, Robbie, you're not gonna pass off Margot yeah, Robbie or no. Miley or well, see, mine would be Olivia, but that's like also like I feel weird because like she knows of me and like Miley knows of me, but Miley uh-huh. is like a little bit more fluid. fluid. Yeah. yeah, so she, I don't know that Miley. Olivia Cobble Miley, is not. Miley, yeah. yeah, Olivia is like I have a boyfriend. <laughs> thank, thank you so much, but I have and a you boyfriend. have a husband. Yeah. Do you so. have any normal? I don't get it for this week. I mean, I don't really, but I do have a couple more questions for her before getting to like some her random I don't get questions. It? Okay, go. Um, Okay, you froze your eggs in 2018. Last year, 19. Oh, so, mm-hmm. okay. So I read online that you did it in 18 and 19. So I did two in 19. Oh, okay. I, so I two rounds. I started the process at the end of 18. Okay. I froze them in January and again in July. So we had a podcast. Uh, I feel like it was like two years ago. If you guys want to go back and listen to it, if you weren't a listener back then, um, it was about freezing your mm-hmm. eggs and the whole process. But, you know, it's been a while and I think it's such a prevalent issue now. Um, so many workplaces are even like, 
semi paying for women to do it so that they're more involved in their career for longer. Tell us how your experience was with it, why you chose to do it, all the good stuff. For me, I I got so much shit when I said this. I said it was an easy and painless process. And I stand by that because that was my experience. Mm -hmm. Some women had the worst time ever, couldn't do the injections. Like, I mean, I have like 20 something tattoos. I stopped counting after 10. No idea how many I have. I have no issue with needles. I'm fine sticking myself with it. The bruising, it's like, okay, that goes away. Nothing was that hard Mm. for me. The hardest thing I think was the second round because you have to be sober and you have to be celibate Mm -hmm. because you're literally making yourself fertile. So even just a little bit of pre-cum can give you like, you know, octomom babies. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And at the time, ooh, you guys are going to get a little exclusive here, okay? okay. I'll write this at down. the time that I was doing both rounds of freezing my eggs, I've never masturbated in my life. Yeah. No toys, nothing. That's changed. So, <laughs> so but spoiler alert. It has continued yes. on. Okay. So now I'm like, for the next, I'm doing it one more time. I'm like, oh, I'll be fine this time because now I can, you know, use my little whatever it's called. And um, <laughs> so being sober, celibate, filming a reality show this summer with people who are assholes, that was very challenging. But it was also something I wanted to challenge myself with because I know I'm a very strong person. I'm like, when I did it in January, like that was easy. There was like nothing going on. I had nothing but time. I had supportive friends around. I like was kind of coming off of sleeping with my best friend. And so it was that time where I shouldn't have been sleeping with anyone. because I was trying to get my head back in order and whatnot. Yeah. So it was perfect and it was easy. And I was like, okay, let's do this again. Did it again when we were filming, which is, I think, hopefully you'll see it because we filmed a lot about it. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to do it because, I mean, 34 I'm divorced. I now am in a great relationship. But at the time, I was as single as I've ever been. And I am a very, as I think most women are, I'm very indecisive and wish-washy. I change my mind all of the time. One day, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to have kids. And the next day, I'm like, I fucking hate kids. I don't want kids. Like, they're annoying. Like, I just want to do me and travel the world. And like, I'm fine. And I still stand by, if I don't ever have kids, there may be a little disappointment here and there. But... Also, my boyfriend has two kids, and they have cute little Australian accents. Okay, that's adorable. (laughs) That's nice. But if I don't ever, if I'm not able to, even if none of the eggs are good or whatever, like I'll be okay because that's not something I need as a life goal. But I do know that when I was married and I saw how good my ex-husband was with his nephews, I'm like, oh my God, you're going to be a fucking great dad one day. It made me want kids. Mm -hmm. Now, like seeing how Brock is and with kids, I'm like, oh my God, like, yes, I know eventually one day I do want to have kids with him. But... Last year, I was not in that mindset whatsoever, but I'm like, what if I feel the way I felt when I was married and then it's too late? Like my AMH levels, which are your fertility levels. I just had them checked. Yeah. What are yours? I'm normal for a 31-year-old. Okay. Yeah. Mine were not. You can tell me what it is after if you don't want to say on here because I'm curious. What was? What, so, were you not? You were not in that no, normal, no. below so, normal? For 33 mm-hmm. at the time, um, your numbers should be on the low 1.4, on the high 4.2. Mm-hmm. And I'm 0.28. Oh. So, and that's probably gone down even more because it's been a year since I had that blood test. How many eggs did you get? The first round, we got 12, but only nine were mature. Okay. The second round, we got seven, but all seven were mature. Okay. So, so then although why, I have why do it again? 16, it's good, my doctor said, but it's not great. Because oh. once they're fertilized, you're probably going to lose half of them. So when you take those injections, you have literally 
like seven eggs and if you had sex all seven would almost get it would probably be more because that it's how many like i had um i started last time with i think 18 follicles and so, so i was thinking oh my god and each follicle could have more than one egg so i was thinking like oh my god we're gonna get so many this time i was so excited and then as the process went on a lot of the follicles died off and then we only got seven and i was like so disappointed because i thought we were gonna get so many but i'm like but i have 16 like that's great yeah. my doctor's like thought. that's what i would no, think. It's, it's good we wanted 25 to 30 that's okay. great wow. and some women like um i know my friend jamie chung did it and I, I feel like she got like close to 30 or something like there are women my age or a little older who get a ton of eggs on the first round but i don't and whether or not they say birth control doesn't affect it but i've been on birth control for 20 years yeah and even if that wasn't it i mean some women just can't have babies and one of the nurses there told me she goes i've never been on birth control and my amh is 0.16 it just happens and so once i found out that number i'm like okay i know wishwashy sheena is going to probably change her mind one day so do this now it's a very selfless thing i'm doing for my future like putting my body through all of this but it wasn't that hard that's why i did it again and now my doctor's like, you know, because then after you fertilize, say you lose half, then you genetically test all of them and say you lose another half. God forbid I have a miscarriage or two. Like, yeah. it's like, I, I might only have one good egg out of the 16 and I ideally want two kids. Do you like, genetically test um, the egg or is it the feet, like the, the embryo? embryo that so you right okay. now I have 16 mature eggs. We don't know if even one of them is viable until it's fertilized. Oh, wow. So let me ask you this. Now with your relationship with Brock, do you feel like more at ease and you don't have to like rush into anything or like commit to everything because like you now have these eggs and you don't have to like wait around to like, like, oh, I got to get pregnant with this guy because this is going well and I want kids or. um. So when we first started dating, I I was still on birth control and whatnot but i had told him as i told my ex which was on a couple episodes ago and he's like she got off birth control and he's not even my ex we briefly did whatever but he's like yeah she like freezing her eggs and she's so much older than me she got off birth control and then the girl he's dating was like oh my god like red flag like why i'm like so i was supposed to not tell him i was off birth control like i'm sorry i was being a responsible adult and this was something i was doing before i met him i wasn't in a place to date Mm -hmm. someone when i met him but he was treating me amazing and i was like okay let's see where this goes but um but uh when i started dating brock i was telling him this is something i had done a couple of times and i told him i was thinking about doing a third round but i'm like but here's the thing like we're not gonna be able to have sex for like three weeks or a month and what he said is well your mouth still works so (laughs) i support that so because 16 is good it's not great i'm gonna probably do another round um like early march Mm -hmm. and he fully supports that and we're just like his um son was born uh, mostly deaf Mm -hmm. and had to get like the cochlear implant and Mm -hmm. all of that and he's like afraid of that happening again so it's like if we do have a chance to have a baby in the future not anytime soon that can be genetically tested for like 250 different diseases and things like why wouldn't we want to go that route yeah it's amazing and if i get pregnant on my own then that's a miracle and that child is supposed to be in this world however they come out okay so you would try to have it naturally before going into the lab i i wouldn't not try you wouldn't okay. like you yeah wouldn't I would. gotcha yeah. gotcha so i mean yeah not trying not not trying you know got it yeah totally got it me mm-hmm. too all right <laughs> <laughs> okay what now lauren what were the questions you had because it seems like you're itching to questions s- yeah i thought you were gonna start we're gonna start with i don't get it i don't have any oh you don't have any sorry i thought you had like a whole bunch oh 
Uh, and your mom had My mom some. had a couple. Yeah, All right, let's go mom. with Sheena's she mom. She said, I don't get why Robbie Hayes thinks it's okay to go ah! on his fourth reality show. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Siesta Key. Amazing. Like, he was so on my podcast la- like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, Robbie, um, what are your life goals for the next five years? Which show is your goal to get on and next? <laughs> he was like, the only reason I did this is because I, I met a girl on it that I liked and then I, w- I needed to pursue her here on the show. And I was like, okay. He's like, uh-huh. and, and I am working full time as a business guy. What is that? He's something about... Yeah. You know. It's called Rebella. It's like... Oh, is it? Okay, thank you. It's like a... It was kind of funny because the way it started out was like on their website, it was like basically like sponsor a model to go on vacation. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> That's Robert Graham's company. Yes. Okay. Oh, is it like mm-hmm. Robert's? It they is Robert's. Together. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Sponsor mm-hmm. a model oh, to go yeah. on vacation. So that's <laughs> absolutely why he was super vague about it. Like I asked, I was like, so like what kind of business is it? And he explained it thoroughly without bringing and you put them in Frankie's it. bikinis and then you take pictures. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. Go on vacay yeah. and probably bang them. I don't yeah. know. So why Robbie? So why why did you hook up with Robbie? I didn't hook up with him. We made out. <laughs> you just made out. A few that's times. It? Yeah. We never went okay. past making out and cuddling. That Respectable. Was as far as it went. Very good. And um, part of it was to kind of get under Adam's skin yes. and to make him jealous because he wasn't stepping up. I knew he had feelings that for me. That was his roommate. No, they oh, were never who's roommates. Robbie? They said a, that. They went to sale? college together. It was a wives' tale. <laughs> yeah. They, they never lived together, but they um, went to college together, and Correct. that's how I met Robbie was through Adam. Okay. So, I mean, initially, I went out with Robbie to make Adam jealous, and then it worked, and then Adam and I had a thing, and then we didn't, and so then I made out with Robbie again, and it was just like... But, I mean, he was a good kisser, and we had fun together. So, I mean, I don't regret it. Like, we did, like, a few trips together just as friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, even when we went to Hawaii, no one believes, like, we didn't even have a peck mm-hmm. in Hawaii. Like, we cuddled because we had to share a bed, but it was, like, we didn't hook up at all. But, I mean, and he's my neighbor. I could literally walk to his house, and I love him. I saw him on a bird yesterday morning. I was like, yo, I just saw you, and whatever. But, um, But the yeah. five reality shows is a little mush, yeah? And also, yeah. when you're on a show like Vanderpump Rules, it's not really easy to just get like a nice, normal, respectful guy with a career to come on and take you on a date. And yeah. Robbie was all about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that was, he actually made me look good in that scene because he was interested in me. And like our date, it was like they totally did like a play on The Bachelor and had like the cheesy music. And I did a bunch of interview bites that they didn't end up using. But I was like, I just like, I really think Robbie's here for the right reason. <laughs> you know, Robbie and I, we, Warner was like, um, we own that for. Yeah, I'm like we've done like a lot of group dates at the beach. We've had a couple two on ones at the movie. Today's our first one on one, and who knows? Like maybe next week will be hometown. <laughs> like, so we just like had fun with it. Okay. But it was just like it was a fun date because it was something that we would do already just as friends. Uh-huh. And yeah, I mean as cheesy as it was, like it showed like oh there are people interested in me. You just don't ever see them on the show. Yeah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Yeah. Why, uh, why do you think it is that guys aren't drawn to reality TV women? I think a lot of guys aren't secure enough and a lot of guys in LA are not financially stable enough to be with a woman more successful than them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a huge issue. But also I know with my ex-boyfriend Rob who did season six with me and I I don't ever like defending him at all, but he really didn't want to do the show and everyone's like, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And I'm like, did he like, like fame and want all of that? Like, of course, but he didn't want to do the show because he had no control over editing and production. Okay, yeah. So I think that was the thing with guys who do have a career. It's like, well, I don't want to just go on this if like I have no yeah. say in how you're going to portray me. And then week two of season six, the girls make up a rumor that he cheated on me. And literally when I had to call him, I, I, they let me call him off camera and tell him, I'm like, you guys, he didn't even want it. Like, you're going to let me call him off camera and tell mm-hmm. him like this is being said. Mm-hmm. And so I called him and oh. I just heard it in his voice. He oh. checked out that day yeah. and never came back. Pity stayed with me all summer. So I didn't have a breakup storyline, which everyone's like, no, he stayed with you to get the exposure. And I'm like, I mean, he started at 10K on Instagram when we met. He's now over 100 mm-hmm. since me. So it's like, I know that was like, I'm sure that was a part of it. He says it wasn't, but whatever. Yeah. But because he had no say in how he looked, he just checked out and made me look like a fucking desperate fool for the entire season and broke up with me a week after filming wrapped. So that's not a coincidence. Yeah. Oh, and that's definitely not a coincidence. Yeah. It was a fantasy football draft night and he asked me to come over so we could talk and I knew it was bad. So I come over and he's like, oh, sorry, like I got to start the draft. He's like, we'll talk after. So I sit there with his dog for about Just an knowing what's hour happen. or two waiting. And then he closes his laptop and he's oh like, my God. okay, so this isn't working. Oh my and God. I was just like, what? Like you picked all your players and then traded me? Like, oh. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, so now anytime, like, thankfully my boyfriend doesn't do fantasy football, but like over the last two years and I'm like dating someone or hanging out with someone around fantasy football time, I'm like, I'm just going to let you do your thing this week. I'm you have some clear. wounds yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. When you guys are like, whether you're shooting and wherever they're trying to lead the storyline, who's your friend from the show that you like know will never abandon you? Tom and Ariana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And I have been so close with them since before the show. Like those are the only two people on the show who I was friends with for a year or two before the show ever started. Mm-hmm. And season three, when like Stassi and Katie and Kristen like all kind of decided they liked me and then we go to Miami for my bachelorette party and like I'm like oh my god like the mean girls finally like me and I just cared so much about that validation and acceptance from them that I like completely ignored the things like Ariana's dad had just passed away Mm. and I was there with her when she got that phone call and I it was one of my first friends who had lost a parent and I've never thankfully experienced that yet and so at the time I felt it's not like it never gets easier but when that happened in August and then we're filming next May it's not like I thought like oh you're over it by now because you never get over that but at the time when we were filming and it's the season of my wedding and I'm like me 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 the mean girls like me and I didn't realize that she was dealing with this loss now on national television I just like had no idea and that's Mm -hmm. like my only regret I have on that show because those are the two people who have always had my back and even if they don't agree with me it's because they're being honest with me and they're just trying to make me a better person Person. Mm-hmm. And so those are like my ride or dies, and I will never turn my back on them again. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Uh, this is such a turn of <laughs> from the the heartfelt stuff yes. to um, to why do you live on the west side? And you <laughs> represent like West Hollywood. So I mean, one to get away from most people because I like to have my space. Okay. But it actually really happened partially because of Robbie, not because I wanted to live closer mm-hmm. to him. But when I lived in Vegas and I was doing the show, every week I had just started my podcast. So the majority of my guests were in LA. Mm-hmm. So every Tuesday night after the show, I would fly in, do my podcast Wednesday, fly back Thursday. And Robbie almost every week picked me up from the airport and took me to the airport. And sometimes I would even stay at his place. Oh, that's nice. And just after, like, and that's the thing. I'm like, he was a really good friend. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he can be a fuckboy and whatever. Mm-hmm, but, yeah. like, he was genuinely a good friend. He'd pick me up, have a joint lip for me. It was the best. <laughs> and, like, there were, like, several mornings where, like, I'd stay at his place. And then I'd take Dixie, his dog, like, down to the Venice Boardwalk. And I'm like, wow, I'm only 10 minutes from LAX. And I'm like, oh, I that, travel that so nice. much. Yeah. And I'm like... I actually, I'm like, I've always thought about living by the beach, but with work and the show and filming, living in West Hollywood is where it was most convenient. Right. That's but why I'm like, I you know what? I'm making more money now. Mm-hmm. I can afford a nicer place. I just wanted to get out of my apartment I shared with my ex husband for six years. And when I was in Vegas, my mom was looking for apartments for me. And one day she was like, I found this place in Marina. And I was like, Marina Del Rey, what's that? Like, no, I want to live in like Santa Monica or Venice. Oh, no, Marina Del Rey is the perfect combination. So I didn't 
know much about Marina Del Rey other than there's boats and a yacht club and probably a bunch of old men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so my mom picked me up at the airport. We went. I saw seven apartments and the seventh one in that I was like, Robbie where, do, where do I sign? Like, yeah. it was amazing. And then I looked on the map and I was like, oh my God, I could walk to Robbie's house from here. That's funny. So everyone's like, oh, you just moved to be like closer to him. And I was like, no, I mean, he's one of like the people who convinced me like him and Jeff Holm asshole too yes. but like they're like my good friends and as <laughs> shitty as they can be and have been <laughs> their, their reps have been. but but they were like people who like i would hang out with all the time on the west side and i was like wait you know what like and they convinced me to make the move and i love it and then i bought a house in palm springs just to get away from people again <laughs> oh nice yeah i got a vacay home for girls Ooh, very home. nice that. yeah Jeff Holm is somebody I've only met once from this franchise, but I've heard so much <laughs> dirt about. Oh my god. We I have, I have so many stories about him that I won't tell on here. Yeah, oh, it's okay. God, we could do like we could have like the exes of Jeff Holm podcast oh. where everybody's anonymous and has yeah. like a voice changer. I can get three of them here right That's now. That's actually very good. <laughs> Let us know in the Facebook group if you guys would like the Jeff Holm roast. <laughs> if you have had sex with yeah, Jeff, Jeff Holm, please. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, so we have time for one more. I don't get it. That's it. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I have a speed round. A speed okay, round speed of round. Hollywood questions. Okay. Because, again, she represents, like, when tourists come here, they go to those restaurants. Yeah. And it's cool. We, we're a little jealous of the fact that you guys, like, have, like, you have a spot we that have a represents base. you. Yeah, it's like our own peach pit. Yes. And, and fans can come and, like, experience it. Yeah. Like, you have your own experience. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um... What is your favorite West Hollywood Beverly Hills restaurant besides the pump ones? Damn, because Villa Blanca is my go-to oh, is? in Beverly Hills. Um, WeHo, I love Dantana's and I love Craig's. I would think Craig's is probably my favorite. Yeah, definitely Craig's. Okay. But Dantana's just has such a cool old Hollywood vibe. But um, yeah. Jared and I have Craig's. never been there, but it's on our list. I've lived in West Hollywood for four and a half years, and I've never been to Dantana's. Really? Yeah. It's it's not like somewhere you need to go all the time, but yeah. it's just like on an occasion, like I like it. And cool. then Craig's is right by Sir. Mm-hmm. And even just like going for a drink, it's I, I love the vibe there. Yeah. And you always see someone. You definitely, if you guys are, you know, gonna come to Hollywood, this is why I'm doing it. I know that people are gonna be like, why is she asking LA based questions? I'm like, because these are like tourist These are tourist questions. By the person who has like you know a whole bunch of tourists yes. coming to to her <laughs> I work. I keep thinking you're saying tour tourists. The, like, oh, like the I know, like, like tourists. Tourist. The yeah. sign. Oh, tourists. Yeah. Oh, tourists versus tourists. Tourist. 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 <laughs> Your favorite drink Casted. at Tom Tom. Uh, the Doc Holiday. It's a tequila-based drink that's a little spicy, mm-hmm. and it has a, like a tahini rim. It's Ooh, really good. Delicious. Nice. What's yeah. your favorite dish at Sir? Ooh, probably the angel hair pasta because it is all about the pasta. Oh, I love angel mm-hmm. hair. Angel hair is my favorite type of noodle. Yeah, <sighs> so good. Noodle. What is the most overrated tourist trap in all of LA? Hollywood Boulevard. Duh. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. It's, it's terrible. It's like people think it's all glitz and glam and it's like, no, like, it's homeless people and it? dirty. Ew. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, what's your favorite place to shop? I hate shopping, honestly. So I would say online. Okay. Um, I love Lulu's and Boohoo. Those are two of like my favorite brands. But I also, I just like went down Melrose the other day. Like if I'm going to shop somewhere in LA, it's probably going to be on Melrose. House or, of CB? Um, love House of CB. Yeah. I've worn their stuff a lot on the show. Yeah. 
Um, but also when I'm on the west side, I like to go to the Culver City Westfield Mall and like they have a huge Forever 21 and you can valet your car and get it washed and detailed while you shop. So oh, nice. that's like a go-to. Very I LA. love the Century yes. City Mall. Yeah. It's oh, real. that one's so nice. Yeah. Uh, the most famous person's house you've ever been at? Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I figured that one was coming. <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right. Celebrity hookup no one knows about. Everyone knows about all of them. <laughs> Did we talk about all of them here? I mean... Well, I, I caught you with Jesse McCartney, so like, there's a couple that underliers. That one nobody knew about. I guess, yeah. I guess that could be the answer to the question. I mean... Yeah, because do I want to put... <laughs> yes, you do. Let You're never going to see think. them again. Um, gosh, there's just so many. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... Yeah, I mean, anyone else would just be like an athlete who most people probably wouldn't know. So I would say Jesse McCartney because everyone knows okay. about John Mayer. Okay. I guess they used to have a thing for singers. Oh, so there is John Mayer. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, good. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sheena, it's been a delight. This Thank you so much. so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Yay. we'll see you guys. Subscribe. And oh my gosh, our first live podcast is February, February 6th. 6th. It's a Thursday. At 7 p.m. Wait, is that at the Roxy? And it's in LA. The, the no, W. W. Oh, okay. Because there's like a few podcasts I know that are doing something at the Roxy. And I, I, I felt 6? like they were all on the, like, the same day. Damn. Oh, no, Let we have see. competition. I put it on my calendar. I can tell you right now. I don't get it. Ers. Come support us at the W in Beverly Hills. I think it's Beverly Hills W. Yes. Oh, yeah. no. It is um, February 13th. It's oh. the following oh. Thursday. Okay. It's Perfect. a Galentine's Day, everyone. So there'll be drinks yes. and... Um, Fun, fun things, and I'll be there shaking in my boots. Fun. <laughs> All right. it's an audience. Okay, Thank bye. You. <laughs> bye. I don't get it. Podcast.